is up, everybody? Welcome back to the comic book lair. Yeah, buddy, dude, it's good to be hanging in the lair with you this week, man. How was your How was your week? Terrible. What happened? I was still fighting this cold all week. Work's been crazy busy. It's you know, it's all good though. I'm stoked to be here. I feel better today, so I'm ready to. You need to talk get some, some comics. You need to get some rest and just get some local honey. Oh my gosh, I need some of those flowers you were chewing on. You need some chew on some local flowers, get some honey in you, do a couple of these old wives' tales that yeah. you know, these old special recipes that you know old grandpa used to whip around back in the fall old days. Grandpa. <laughs> Oh man, how about you? How was your week? Um, it was it was pretty good. I mean, you know, battling the whole um, back situation still, but um, taking that one day at a time and yeah, um, yeah. just powering through. I got my first uh, backing in- injection. If you've been following along here in the lair, you know that my back is beat up. <laughs> and, just beat uh, up. So I got my first injection the other day, and I'll tell you what. Did it hurt? It was weird, bro. Probably the like not the worst pain I've ever felt, but one of the weirdest pains I've ever felt. And really, the doctor asked me too before I went in. He was like, "Do you want to um, get like put in a twilight, like kind of like anesthesia, but you're not right, like fully yeah. out?" And I was like, "No, nah, I'll be good. Let's just bust it out. Like, how bad can it be? You know?" Uh huh. And so they lay you down on this table, and like it's like a massage table. You have like a the hole in uh-huh. your face so you could breathe. Right. And it's hilarious because underneath the table, like they have this um, like piece of paper hanging. It's like a laminated piece of paper with all the people that work in their office, like their dogs. No way. Yeah. And I was like, right on. This is pretty cool. And then that's just to prepare you for what's coming. Just trying to get you distracted by some cute dogs. Some little doggos. Yeah. And so... um, you get, I got like two like shots first. They were like, I guess to try to like a little, little local, local numbing shot. And the second one, the first one hurt. I was like, Ooh, that hurts. And the second one was the worst. Like I kind of jumped a little and then he's like, all right, here you go. You're going to feel some pressure and I'm going to give you the main injection. And I was like, all right. And I'm not even kidding around. Like as soon as he squirted this injection into me, whatever it was, it felt like electricity running through my veins and I could feel it just like going from my lower back hmm. all the way down my leg traveling. Like you could just feel it traveling. Like it was oh going through your veins and then hit the tips of my toes. And it was like electricity felt so weird, dude. Um, so just strange. Um, it didn't help too much. I'll be straight honest. Like I don't feel a ton of relief. Um, Did they give you any sort of timetable on when you should expect to know if it has worked or not? My main doctor said he, I should know in like two or three days, but they did also say I couldn't have to have two of them. So now I might have to go back for another one. Anyways, get a little bit of electricity again. Other than that, um, yeah, doing okay, dude. I had a funny, I had to go, um, do like some lab blood work today as well. And I had the funniest thing ever happen, dude. Let me tell you this real quick, because I didn't tell you this today. So I get in there and it's early. It's like 8.30, 9 o'clock. And remember, when you're doing this like type of blood work, like I had to fast, you know, like Is this for the back thing that you had to do the lab work? Um kind of, yes. If I have to have surgery, they need all this blood work. Gotcha. And so I'm just getting prepared. And so I'm going in there and it's like early in the morning. You can tell everybody else in the room has been fasting. Everybody's all quiet. You can tell the room is just like dull, you know, and I'm just like, dude, it's grumpy in here, you know, like looking around and you got some dudes that just look like they rolled out of bed. And um, I was kind of off in my own world, just waiting for my name to get called because it was busy. And I see that they called somebody's name. I don't even know who it was. And like two people walked up and they're like, no, not you, this, whatever, whoever's name. So they had the same name. I don't, I can't recall the very first one. And the other guys goes and sits back down and I'm like, Oh, that's funny. A couple minutes later, dude, they're like, Richard, they call out a Richard Two Richard stand up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then now I'm like paying attention and I'm laughing, you know, I'm like, dude, this is hilarious. This is the second one, like in a row. That's pretty silly. You know, you never see that. And like everybody in the office is kind of noticing it. And it was funny, bro. Five minutes later, dude, they say Raymond, no. Two Raymonds, dude. <laughs> Me and this other dude walk up and we're like, which Raymond? And now everybody in the office is busting up laughing. 
And uh, it was hilarious. I went back, I did my blood work and I came back out and the other Raymond was like standing at the desk and he's like, no more confusion. And I was like, have a nice day, Raymond. And then just walked, dude, it was hysterical, dude. Oh my gosh, dude. But I've never seen that happen before. That was a three. Uh, Definitely not three times in a row. A trifecta, dude. Just like how you were talking about Wizard, Margaret, and Sis J fighting yeah, last dude. week. Yeah, so uh, it was pretty hysterical. But um, what else? Oh, I got to play some more Magic this week, finally. I've been getting um, a, a buddy at work got a brand new deck. And so we had a couple days this week um, after work where we had some time to throw down some Magic, dude. It's oh, intense, bro. dude. It's There's so many, like, we're reading, like, our turns take, like, five minutes. We're like, I'm, I'm watching other guys play, and they're like, I'm playing this card, and they, plop, like, plop. yeah, they automatically, each player, like, knows which card does what already, and they're just, yeah. like, slamming it down. Well, me and my buddy were like, dude, five-minute turns, bro. We're, like, reading each other's cards. We're, like, passing them across the Getting tables. Getting the fine print down. Yeah, figuring out what it actually does. And some of them, we still don't even know what they do. We're just like, I think it does this. Let's just try it. And this is how we're going to play it. And I'm just like, whatever, dude. Like, I don't know if that's it or not, but let's do it. Let's roll. But um, super fun you game, You still liking man. it? Oh, dude, love it. I'm still trying to just figure out my deck all in general, like... I don't know, you know, even what all the cards do. And then, like, I'll play a card, and then after my turn's over, I'm like, I, I look at my cards I still have, and I'm like, I should have never did that. Like, I should have mm. played this card instead. Like, but I guess that's just with, you know, learning anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's fun. Commander's fun. I've never played, like, the standard way like you were playing, but uh, Commander's pretty fun. You've only ever played Commander so far? Well, on the app, I've played the standard way. Oh, okay. But, um... Just the social aspect of it is fun, man, because you can play with like four people in Commander. Yeah, yeah. And then it's so different, I think. It's so fun. The social aspect of it is really cool. Yeah. I'm going to get you into playing again. I'd love to, bro. Trying to think of how I used to play with my buddies. We weren't playing Commander, but we were all playing. I don't know what we did. Maybe we just kind of snaked or something. Maybe it had to be Commander then. No, because you had multiple cards in your deck, right? Yeah. Yeah. The commander's just a hundred cards, no duplicates. Hmm. And that's like your tokens and stuff, but your main cards. Dude, we used to go to my buddy's house at night and play after we got off work and his wife would always make turtle cookies for us. No You way. know, like chocolate chip, caramel, the turtle walnuts? cookies. Oh my gosh. Crushing them, huh? Get out of here. <laughs> I was eating like 20 turtle cookies, bro. Oh, dude, you got to. Cookies are my jam. Hey, do you remember the scene in the office where Michael and Dwight are going around delivering baskets to customers because they think that's what customer service is? Uh, vaguely. And they drop it off at that one dude, and then they go back to him to get their basket back when oh, all the turtles yes, are gone. Yes. Dwight's yelling at him. No, Michael <laughs> yells at him. Where are the turtles? <laughs> I do remember that episode, dude. I think that's the one where he took the he took the wrong turn into the lake. Yeah, dude. You know what's funny is uh, this week we had a big like staff lunch and there's like 30 of us having lunch together. And a lot of us watched or have watched the office. So we were all trying to like say who's who in the office, you know, it was hysterical. Like I was like, who who's Kevin with the pot of chili, you know? Yeah. Like, so it was pretty funny, dude, just going through and like messing around with old that's the best the show office. ever, dude. Oh my gosh, dude. So good. I could go just rewatch them all the time and just die laughing. I know. But other than that, dude, it, it was a pretty solid week. The weather's starting to shift now, dude. Our morning, like, I can open my doors now, dude. It is nice. So nice, dude. Just loving it. Uh, football's back. I've been watching football, both college yeah. and NFL. Yeah. Niners won tonight, big. So I was super Did stoked. They? On the, oh, dude, like 30 to Did like. Did Purdy do better? Dude, 300 and some yards, a couple touchdowns. Dude, he can bounce back. He started off rough this game, I will say, but he uh, dialed in. Dude, right on, bro. But, um, yeah, dude, that's all I all I had going on in my week. Um, I've been reading, I've still been reading Batman stuff, dude, just recovering from the old Batman weekend last week. Just kind of held me through all week. I was on a, just a Batman kick. Yeah, I couldn't, like, every, I had to watch. 
watch the Flash movie because I was still on a Batman kick. Dude, tell me about it. I've watched, and I've read more. Ba- the only other thing I read this week outside of the BO dub was a Batman story. Yeah. I've just been thinking a lot about Batman. It's super weird, dude. Tell me about the Flash. Before we jump in, uh, you want to you want to tell me about Flash real quick, and then we'll jump into our video. Sure, yeah, or? I'll tell you about yeah. Flash. Uh, I watched it just because. What else was I gonna do? You yeah, know, when yeah. I was there. What are you? And, what else um, are you gonna do when you're laying on the couch? Exactly. And uh, I'll tell you the truth. It didn't make a lick of sense, but really? I liked it. Are they like introducing like a multiverse kind of thing in that movie? It was kind of like that, but. It was a little bit different, but I, it didn't make a lick of sense to me, like how it was happening, because he was traveling through time, but then the time was like different Batman actors, and I didn't yeah. really understand how that worked. Like Michael Keaton. And then at the very end, it's George Clooney. Um, no, he's, yeah. he shows up, the George Clooney Batman? Well, he's I not Batman, not he's just George Clooney, and he's at Bruce Wayne at the moment, oh, talking to the Flash. I did not know that. And uh, it was fun, man. I mean, I laughed out loud a bunch of times. It was just kind of funny. Yeah. But um, was the Ben Affleck like, Batman in it? For a minute at the very beginning, he was. So there was three different Batmans. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Right. Remember how I used to swear to you that Ben Affleck was my boy for Batman? Who is it now? It's not Ben Affleck. No. I thought he looked terrible in that movie as Batman, and really? specifically as Bruce Wayne. I was like, Get Ben Affleck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Who's your best Batman, Bale? I don't know, but you know who else I liked because he was the he was Batman and Bruce Wayne for the majority of the of the movie was Michael Keaton. Keaton, old Keaton, he did good. Oh, interesting. But Ben Affleck driving around in like a Bentley as Bruce Wayne, I was just get him out. Get him out. So how was it overall, though? Pretty, pretty decent. I loved it. I had fun with it. I laughed out loud. Like for me, because I have I don't I couldn't tell you one thing about the Flash. Not one thing. I could tell you one thing. I take it back. He's fast. He's fast. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you could at least tell me that, bro. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. So I would recommend it, dude. I think if you watched it, you'd like it. It's fun. Just because we don't have any expectations on it. I could see somebody who knows the character. Right, right. Who knows kind of the continuity of the, if there is any in the DCEU, that maybe it didn't make it out of, you know, it was terrible. But, you know me, I don't care about continuity. And I don't yeah, know yeah. about The Flash. So. Yeah, and I don't even know what's going on in that storyline. Like, are they trying to bring in multiverse, kind of like how the MCU is No, it doing, was like or? a mistake. Like, he's mm. running, he's trying to fix, he's trying to go back in time to stop his mom from dying. And gotcha. so he runs really fast back in time. And then when he's trying to get back to the to the present, he gets knocked out of his little running sphere and all of a sudden, he's in a different time hmm. with himself. And the Batman there is Michael Keaton. Right, right. And then at the very end, when he gets all the way back, when you think he's back back, the Batman you'd expect him to be talking to is Ben Affleck again. But it's George Clooney. So he didn't mm. go back to where he thought he was. And it's just interesting. It was weird. That part was weird, but it was still fun. Who's the fun. villain? Got him. <laughs> Got him, everybody. <laughs> All right, next segment. Here we go. <laughs> Hold on. I think the villain. Let, let me help you out. I think the villain was a was a was a version of himself. I don't think he's fighting anybody else. It's like a version of himself who he's fighting. As he's trying to get back to the right timeline. Yeah, the Dark Flash. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Barry, also known as Dark Flash. Yeah. Interesting. And I have to say, you know, Ezra Miller got himself into a world of trouble and just lost his mind there for a bit. I haven't heard about him in a while, so hopefully he's corrected that bit or whatever. But he was funny to me, man. Hmm. Like, especially when he goes back in time and he meets himself before he became the Flash. So funny. There looked like there's some really funny moments just in the trailers. I, I wanted to watch it, but I just never got around to it. Yeah. So I'll, I maybe, I'll check it out. 
Give it a give it a dip. I'll give it a whirl. Give it a little whirl round. Let's uh, let's finish up curse words. What do you say let's we get, get this it get done. it done? Get it out of here. Just crack this bad boy out. All right, let's 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 do it, dude. So we're here in curse words volume number five. This is probably our longest ever in one series. I think, bro. Yep. I think we've done like three or four before, maybe. But and this you is... want to know what? Tell me about it. It's going to be the longest series that we ever do. It, it, um, we're not going to spend another five months doing this. No, again. we were, we were just, just going through it. I'll just say that. No. Anyways, volume five from image, Charles soul, Ryan Brown. We're wrapping it up. Volume five is called fairy tale ending. And, um, a lot goes down, man. We get to see, um, everything with, uh, Margaret and, the, um, it's wild, bro. You you want to just... Uh, how do you want to do this? You want to just so dive in? So we pick in? up here where we left off. <laughs> of course. <laughs> where else are we going to pick up? And um, Wizard's just been beat up by Jacques. And uh, while I try to catch my breath and keep myself from coughing, could you take over a little bit? I'll mute myself really quick. Yeah. Uh, Ruby's partying. She is Ruby's. having a party of her lifetime, bro. Just ripping it. And uh, Wizard kind of finally, so he's down and out, and he's because he's gotten beat up by Jock. Yep. While Ruby's out partying, because remember they were both trying to like fuel back up at this point. Yep. Yep. And uh, while no one's looking, he finds like a hair on the couch that he can power up by. Yeah. And he sends a message to Ruby saying. Dude, I am. I need your help, and she yeah. just blasts over there and takes him out. Dude, were you so when she gets there and starts battling them? The dude who's there, who's been helping Jock. Did you realize who that is? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the it was Invisible Man. What? Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I did not know it was Invisible Man until this second. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the old commander guy though no no because the whole time you know like i didn't the know guy in the mask yeah because remember when jock meets him a couple uh um yeah. volumes ago he's some dude in like a scuba suit and we never mm-hmm. really know who he is he says he's going by a different name right yeah well the whole time it was the old invisible man yep son of a gun dude doing it again little sneaky guy sog <laughs> son of a gun but um, he ends up thinking that he got the best of Ruby Stitch because he puts his arm straight through her torso. But, dude, she was so powered up. She just destroyed everybody, dude. So they think they saved the day, dude. They're, like, giving high fives. Um, what's his name? Jacques. He opens a portal. He goes back to the whole world. Mm-hmm. And um, Wizard and Ruby are back together now. And the cool thing is, is because Ruby's so powered up, they captured Clear Boy. And they end up kind of torturing him into telling them the truth about J. He tells them here, hey, surprise, surprise, y'all are parents and Margaret's your daughter. And they're like, what? Yeah. So they just figured all that out. And so now it kind of sets the motions for this entire volume where they're on a mission to get their daughter back. Yeah, and this is where it all goes down. It sets it up perfect for for the final like three or four issues. And um, I'll just tell you what, dude. Some of the artwork through here is just so rad, dude. You know the one I I loved so much is like they're sitting there at Interpol headquarters, and they're like, "Where's the Jock? He we haven't seen Jock in a long time." And you look over at his desk, and it's Don't just cobweb. covered in cobwebs, dude. <laughs> So funny, dude. So when he gets back, when Jock gets back to the whole world, dude, and now we see because in, in well, the this ver- is interesting. Not to cut you off, but did yeah, you no, think ahead. it was kind of surprising that Sizzaj was like, "Who cares about Wizard right now? You need to come back to the whole world and help defend the whole world from the Tiger people." Yeah, because dude, he's getting it from both ways. He that was he, his, you know, like he he had to have somebody back there because he was getting destroyed. Yeah. But then. It doesn't make sometimes it really doesn't make sense because when Wizard finally gets there, like you almost learn that SZA is like unstoppable because everybody's alive. So why is he freaking out so much that he needs him back? 
It's, it's almost like, like it's kind of like that king thing, right? Where the king doesn't want to have to do the fighting. Oh yeah, yeah. And so he's just like, he I've got my the dirty work. Yeah, exactly. And dude, Sizzle was a straight jerk to Jock, and I think it kind of planted something in Jock's mind, like. This is a dude isn't who I think he is. Yeah, he finally comes to his senses later. But dude, when he gets there, we we see the craziness that we talked about at the end of last issue, like where we had Margaret going with the Tiger Army, and they're they're just bat just on a mission to take out basically the whole world. Yeah, and um, talk about some rad battle scenes, dude. Did you like really quick as a quick interlude here? that wizard made the statue of liberty uh turn alive so it could be with uh how could you not like that dude that the was great, tower right? was looking yeah. for love dude he was going around all these buildings dude i thought it was hysterical bro so funny the one thing i thought was a little let down was that dude from the whole world who was supposed to be like a magical like uh rad dude his name was uh Garbloid. Oh, dude. He ends up just getting taken out like he was nothing. The dude with the ti- with the tiger army? Yeah, the the gray dude. Garbloid. Yeah, yeah, he's all grayed out. Yeah, I thought mm. he was rad and he just did not he couldn't do any damage just as a dude. Not a thing. Let me ask you this real quick before we keep going cuz this was kind of in my mind one thing that I was kind of bummed out. So it's kind of alluded to a few times in a, a, some of the previous um issues and volumes but they basically and margaret knows it and i don't know if wizard they tell him that even the margaret's assistant tells him right well but i don't know like if he fully understands yeah i don't know if ruby fully understands but when he powers up in the real world in the whole world he steals it he basically is stealing everything memory like from the world so he's trying before they go back before him and ruby are able to go back because ruby's powered up she's ready for battle but wizard's not mm-hmm. he's like trying to figure out a way to power up and in margaret's book that he finds left behind is like um an ultimate power up like you know you for can, emergencies yeah only. emergency only and one of them is like santa claus and uh margaret's friend um She's like, dude, you can't, you can't do that. You're going to ruin like all kinds of stuff with like, mm-hmm. there's no way you can do that. And he's like, yeah, I can. And literally takes Santa Claus away from everybody. Dude, that, and he like turns into almost like a version of Santa Claus. He like has a yeah. big old beer belly, big old white beard, dude. That scene was kind of sad where the mom's uh, like talking about Santa to the kid and the kid's like, uh, who? Yeah, like, I don't even know what that's, what that is. Yeah. And like, dude, look at him though, dude. The artwork is phenomenal. I know. I was I dying love- laughing when I saw this scene. And, uh, you know, uh, for the story, I thought they chose a good emergency sort of thing for him to get a lot of power up from, you know, like the Santa myth is kind of one that I thought fit really well for it. But in terms of what I think, what you're asking, I was let down by this big time. Yeah, like overall, you know, yeah. they like, didn't. Then it never got resolved. Uh, you never saw Wizard do anything about it. Even at the end of this volume, it doesn't come back around to it. But it just felt like this was building up to be something that should have been a focal point that just kind of ended up being swept under the rug. And especially because like Wizard just. He thinks he's doing so many like good deeds on earth. Like he's like, you know, everybody loves him, but some of the stuff he's doing is not very good at all, but he thinks it's totally fine. Like he's done this multiple times before and think about like the way I think about it, especially how it ends. Like if they're staying on earth and they keep having to power up like this, it's just hurting a lot of people more than anything, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if like, I don't think he fully understands what he's doing. And then I, I don't want to skip ahead, but at the end, like I, we'll wait till talk about, we'll yeah, kind of loop yeah. back when we get to the end. That was my biggest disappointment. I think was that that bit of the story didn't end up going anywhere. Cause yeah. I mean, the fact that that's even brought up here again and the final volume in such a big way for just to kind of like 
not have any resolution was a letdown. Yeah. But I mean, it's clear he doesn't get it because he's just saying, if children stop believing in him on their own, then I'm just speeding up that little, uh, that up a little, taking something they are already going to lose. So he's a little bit detached. But bro, so they get back to the whole world just powered up beyond imagination at this point. Even all the, the, what's left of the nine now, I think it's like four or five. They are terrified. They know how powerful Wizard is. And now Ruby stitches with them. So you have them two together battling with the Tiger Army. Margaret's over there um, just crushing it. Mm -hmm. And this is, go ahead. I was going to say, what do you think about um, the whole Margaret arc with um, the the army that she was able to team up with? They finally kind of explained. Yeah, yeah, Norway. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that was a little far-fetched, but still kind of funny because she was the rat. Was it like some sort of special Norwegian rat? So they were the only people who would listen to her? Yes. I'm not 100% sure on it, but I liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. Like she yeah. was able to to do that. Yeah. And this is where they get to tell her that they know that she's their daughter. Yeah, that scene was cool, man, where they run into and embrace each other. That was a pretty cool mm-hmm. scene for sure, because they finally are now all on the same page. Um, Wizard and Ruby now, I don't know if that spell is broken, but now they understand everything that the spell that they were under. Yeah. They, their memories are back and um, it's like one big happy family now. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, and when they're when they're all together, they decide they're going to try to turn Margaret back into her original form. What did you think of how that went down? Wasn't that later on, I thought? No, it was right here. Right after they kind of battle. They're throwing magic at her, and she can't change. And this is where they realize what Sizajay has done. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, how... He, Anyway, she goes into her backstory about what Sizajay did to her at this point. Yep, yep. And um, that was wild, dude. She was just Sizajay is just a menace. Dude, I know. But Sizajay realizes he's he's going to have to battle Wizard and Ruby, and that's gonna, not going to be a fun fight. So he enacts a plan where Ruby and Wizard are going to have to kill everybody in the whole world. To even hurt him. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think of that? I mean, kudos to SZA. Like, he knew he was going to be outmatched by Wizard. Like, Wizard was his top dude. Like, how yeah. powerful he was. It was his, only one of his nine that he was impressed with and was even, like, better than him, pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. he he says it later in the ish, in the, in the volume. But um, I like what Wizard did instead. Or Wizard, like, he basically, like power like look like he was killing everybody in that whole world and then oh, but he yeah. sent them instead he sent them to earth yeah i and didn't see that coming no me neither but i thought it was pretty rad yeah can i ask you something really quick before we go on yeah be a little bit um vulnerable let me hear it so i was keeping this kind of close to the chest it ended up not ever becoming true but I had the sneaking suspicion through reading this that Wizard created the whole world. And because and then even in this volume, there was a point where Sizajay was telling I think maybe Margaret or somebody where he's like, Did you know the whole world existed before I got here? Uh like it what Sizajay didn't create the whole world. Was there any part of you in reading this that you thought maybe Wizard could have been the ultimate creator of the whole world? I thought even for a minute that maybe Sizajay was some sort of like evil version of Wizard or maybe Wizard's like stepbrother. Yeah, or something I could kind of see that, especially in a, a volume or two back when like Wizard is talking to Jacques. I know yeah. not Wizard, SZA is talking to Jacques about a bunch of stuff. And it just kind of was like a play on, I think it was just to play him more mm-hmm. than anything, but it did come off that like, wizard did have a lot to do with creating the the whole right? world yeah yeah all right just wanted to make sure i wasn't too crazy bro so this is the part like well let's um wizard wizard sends everybody to earth right and that's how they think they're gonna finally um destroy old uh Sizage, right 
mm-hmm. Ruby, because um, now once Wizard did that, he's like all his power is gone. He's torched. Like he's back to a normal. His beard's gone. He doesn't look like Santa anymore. So he's like, listen, once I do this, you need to protect me. And um, Ruby, you need to end it. And so she, with one slash of her blade, dude, she takes out the other like four or five that's left. And then she goes straight for um, SZA. And you think she wins, you know? You're like, dude, she just threw the sword right through his chest. It's over. Mm-hmm. But sure enough. Dude, the artwork on that panel when he's got the sword in him. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. And sure enough, she didn't take him out. They're, the, they, they come back together. He, he pulls his sword out and he's like, nah, like you didn't kill everybody. And this is where he's like, he tells him, no, I sent him all to earth, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and plus he was saying that they were being dumb because to kill everybody in the whole world, they'd have to kill themselves too. Yep. Yep. And so, um, it's almost like he one upped them right here, you know? So right before he, he goes to take him out, they trans, I think Ruby transports him back to earth. Was it Ruby? No, bro. Who was it? It was Jacques. Oh, it was Jacques. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Jacques saved him because now he sees that SZA yeah. for who he really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're part right. That blew my mind. It did. I did think that was a cool scene. I can't believe that um, Jacques basically got uh, got his head cut off. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. He didn't win he that gone. one. Um. But pretty wild, man. Um, I think what happens next when SZA does step foot in the... Because he, like, follows them. He follows them to the to Earth. Um, what do you think about that? Like, all of a sudden, he shows up in Canada and just sets it ablaze. Yeah, but before we get to him setting Canada on blaze... Um, so, he's fighting them at, right after he decapitates Jacques. And he's doing this kind of, like, almost like a Gwenpool thing. Where he's like tearing the pages of the oh, comic up yeah. and eating them. Yeah, and I he, didn't really understand what happened there. It's almost like he just got so frustrated with that world. He was he destroyed it and was going to the to Earth to just start over. Oh, so here he's eating the whole world. Yep. So the world that he was been in forever. Oh. He even he even kills his four or five people that are left, yeah. destroys destroys them. Rips up the whole world, eats it. Yep, destroys it, and then he opens a portal and he comes to Earth. And he's at now he's at Canada, and that's and when he he's, sets it on fire. Yeah, he sets Canada on fire. Uh, we get a big like bird's eye view of Earth. Canada's on fire, and it's like he's gonna take over Earth, and that's gonna be his new whole world. Yep, fascinating. So, and then they're back on Earth, and the only thing between. Earth and Sizajay is a beat up wizard who is out of magic and Ruby. Ruby at this point is pretty much out of magic as well. Yeah. Except for the fact that Sizza's holding a sword that is technically hers and was a gift by wizard. And there's some sort of rule that I was unaware of in the whole world where that sort of things can't be taken. And so it blows up on him. Yeah. Yeah. But then why wouldn't it have blown up like a long time ago? Why then? I don't know. I guess they had to speak it into existence. Yeah, maybe. But it doesn't do anything. Just makes us mad. Anyway, I kind of want to get to this part, dude, because this is kind of the thing I I did like a little bit. So, Margaret doesn't have magic. No. She's magicless. Until At least that's part. what you think. Yeah. Until you realize that love was the trigger for her magic. Yeah. And one of the things I kind of liked here was SZA says, your father's powered by faith and your mother by joy and you're by love. I liked it. I liked that yeah, part. That, I liked that part. Yeah, it was super cool. I liked how she turned into this like archangel looking mm-hmm. cool, like with her, with her armor, dude, and her like heart belt. And I thought she was rad looking. I was like, dude, she's going to destroy SZA. I was like, it's game over. I thought so too. Yeah. But she doesn't. Didn't ha- dude, there was like so many up and down where I'm like, all right, Sis is dead. It's gonna, they're gonna finally beat him, and it just doesn't happen. And it just keeps going like that, like a vicious cycle until like yeah. almost the very end. But Margaret's smart, dude. She's always been 
clever. She's almost like one step ahead of everybody. Yeah. 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 And she knows that Wizard being powered by faith, that if she can somehow broadcast this to everybody, what she ends up being able to do with the little bit of magic left, she broadcasts what Wizard's saying to Sizzajay and telling everybody, like, this is our only hope. We have yeah. to believe in him. Oh, do you know, dude, now that you're explaining like that, it makes way more sense now, dude. I oh. like that a lot. Yeah, and she keeps saying, like, even though he's done bad things, like, he's he's our only hope. We have yeah. to put our faith and trust in him. And so everyone's faith and trust ends up being put in Wizard, and he just gets powered up. This like, is the he most has he's ever powered forward. up. Dude, I didn't put that together until you just said that with the whole faith thing, what SZA was saying, dude. That makes and, it way cooler for me. And so he starts having a straight brawl with SZA. Dude, I think one of my favorite scenes is where SZA hits him with the train. Oh my gosh, dude. Because they're now they're like super giant now. And so yep. they're fighting in, in downtown what looks like New York or something. Mm-hmm. And he grabs this like subway train or something and just smacks him, dude. It's such a rad scene. Yeah, dude. They have an epic battle, dude, to the point where they like go up in space and they're battling in space and like throwing planets at each other, dude. It, the, I thought the battle was rad until like the end of the battle. How how it ended, I was kind of like, man, that was kind of weird. But I I I like the end. I did not like it all the afterward. Like I'm tempted to cut it out of the book and just throw it away. We'll talk about that later, though. Yeah, but one of the things that's interesting, dude, and they see, I, we can't say it on our show, but Sizzajay's dialogue to wizard when they're fighting bro i was busting up dude weren't you i was dying man so funny yeah they have this epic battle and it is a rad battle some i mean the panels are rad the way it's laid out are really cool um it's a pretty cool fight scene where they're just like one after another they're like basically taking turns like trying to one-up each other with different yeah things it's it's pretty cool yeah but wizard realizes it's God against God, and this isn't going to ever end. Yeah. Just brawl in UFC style. And so all of a sudden, Wizard just eats SZA. He pretty much consumes sucks him. Sucks him up. Yeah, he consumes him for sure. And uh, he thinks it's done. He thinks it's all done. He's got SZA in his belly. He's got a little pot belly there with SZA inside. Dude, so funny, dude. And uh, right then and there, because of their battle... And one of the interesting things was that SZA kept saying, oh, you love this world so much. Look at the damage you're doing. Yeah. But right then and there, with all, with just how powered up he is, he fixes the whole world. And he's like, they're all better. And Margaret, right then and there, changes back to her kid form again. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Yeah. And then the wild thing is, he he just kind of blows up. He basically sacrifices himself, I think, yeah. to, to fix the whole world, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and what I liked was that he was like, as it's kind of happening, he's like, oh, I see. This is okay. This yeah. is how it should be. Yeah, yeah. And so now we have, like, the way it ends is we have, like, two worlds have collided together. We have, yeah, yeah. We have the whole world where SZA was. All those people were now transported because of what Wizard did to Earth. And then they all stayed there. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have two worlds now that are kind of living on earth um, in unison and everybody seems happy almost besides one person. Like Ruby Stitch just seems like if you look at yeah. the last panel, yeah, like the very last page, basically they open up what Ruby and wizard were doing, you know, with stitch or whatever they called it. Now it's a, right. uh, uh, Wizmar, Wizmarch. Yeah, and so it's all three of their names, Inc., where they're doing what Wizard Wizard was doing when he originally got to Earth, right? And Margaret seems to be loving it because she's like in control. She's the one behind the desk, granting everybody wishes. But if you look like in on the side panel, mm-hmm. Ruby Stitch is there, just kind of like doesn't look like she's loving life at all. Yeah, yeah. To me, this is where the story should have ended. Because I'm fine with Ruby being bummed because her husband just died, who they just got reconnected with. Yeah. I'm fine with with kind of the daughter taking over the family business and her and her missing father's sh- shoes, you know? Yeah. yeah. Then the afterward happens, and I did not 
care for it. I don't know what afterward you're talking about. You don't have, that's where your story ends? That's where my story ends. No. Yeah, I don't have nothing. No way. Yes, I have nothing else. I have this whole section called afterwards. I don't and have that. And it picks up right at that scene. Oh, then you're, I don't even want to tell you. I want you to tell me now. Go ahead. Because I it just ended for me. That was it. I didn't, And I was reading this through Hoopla. So maybe the maybe the version I was reading didn't have that part. I'll have to, to go me, back. Like, to me, that's a fine ending. Not 100%. Not the best ending you're ever going to have. Right. But it's fine. Right? Okay. Like, there's some open-ended questions. You could pick back up here in a whole new story with a depressed Ruby and their daughter who's running a business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, before I tell you the afterwards, though, you you weren't so thrilled here. Do you want to tell me why? No, I mean, just I the same a, sort of reason. Yeah, just kind of what we talked about earlier. There was a couple of things that were left. Uh, I mean, I guess they didn't have to be all the way fleshed out, but I was like, because they're still doing, you know, now there are two worlds. She's doing what Wiz- Wizard was doing. But if she's ha- I wonder if like, does she have to power up still? So there's still kind of a lot of questions like I had, yeah. but. Overall, I enjoyed it up until this part. I didn't know there was this other little section. I, I missed out. Bro. Tell me about it. Are you sure you want to know? You're going to have to walk through this on your own because I didn't read it. All right. So it picks up New York and it's Rube, It's uh, Margaret. And she's looking at the, the painting of her dad right there on the wall. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you can see it. And uh, Ruby's like, what's wrong? And she's like, you know, I just miss my dad. Uh, I was a koala. He barely knew me for a brief moment when he was here, we were together and mom's just like, Oh, you know what? Wizard did all of this for you, for all of us. He, it, he knew. Is this a whole issue or just a few pages? Uh, it's a whole issue, bro. I'm going to be quick though. I just okay. got to set that part up. Yep. And she's continuing her business and someone comes in with this little jar here. No. And that little jar is, um, is it another world? It's the uh, it's the doomsday potion that Wizard was making back in issue one. Oh, that's yeah. what he had that he was going to blow up the world with. Yep, yep. And um, anyway, what do you think's inside that? Like, what do you think was going to destroy the world? I don't know. I Bro, no- it was Wizard, and he pops out of it like an evil dude because it breaks. Oh, and no. uh, so he's back and he's just he doesn't know is he his old wizard self before yeah. he becomes so he's nice a nice wizard he's trying to kill ruby because he just remembers that they hate each other he doesn't know margaret's his daughter even though she tries to say i'm your dad and i'm uh, your dad <laughs> sorry like she tries right, to say, right 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 i got you uh, she says you killed him oh hold on he says dad did you just call me dad like, yeah. he doesn't know, you know? Right, right. And um, they just brawl. Everyone's brawling him. That's kind of interesting to me, actually. Is it? I hate yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, so as that's all happening, he's kind of destroying Earth. Um, Margaret starts turning evil for a second. Uh-oh. Yeah. What because a cool she's, art. That's some rad art. Because she's letting the anger fuel her magic here right, to beat right. him because she's yeah. so mad at him and she's yelling here, I hate you. Mm. And all of a sudden he's stoked and he's like, yeah. And that's... she's powered by love though. I know. And so he's like, um, he, Interesting. Says here, he says, you're strong. I like it. Where's all your power come from? And she says, love, my power comes from love. And he says, you think so? Mm. Maybe sometimes, but this doesn't feel like love to me. Looks like you need the real goods. You got to go for hate. And he says, that's good. That's real good. Like father, like daughter. And he says, like, I'm glad I've met you. Please, you know, do what you need to do now. Take me out. Make me proud. And then right here, this panel where she's like evil. And then she's like, no, I'm not going to do it this way. Hmm. She still takes him out, but she takes him. She takes him out with love, I guess, because she says you're not my real dad. Hmm. Well, I kind of like that. Interesting. I'm gonna have to find it and read it because I I don't know. I kind of would dig that. And then at the very end, she's talking back to the portrait of her dad, and uh, it's there. And then like later, he moves his glasses. Oh, so that's pretty like, cool, huh? I kind of dig that actually. I didn't love it. I just. I didn't need Wizard coming back evil version. 
Yeah, yeah. But I guess you do get some stuff because you get to see some of that stuff about Margaret and uh, the evil and the love kind of thing was interesting. Hmm. I will say, dude, during this whole time, like you get a lot of like, um, like they pulled a lot from this for like 8 billion genies, I think. And um, the way they've talked about it is this is kind of like a universe they're kind of playing in. Hmm. And their next thing is going to be in this same kind of like magical universe, I guess. I'm, I'm in for it. Yeah, man. So now that we're done, where are you coming down on curse words? The whole thing. The whole spang, all five volumes. Yeah. Gosh, you're putting me on the spot here, buddy. I didn't think I was going to go first. I can go first. Let's hear what you say. I would say I would give it a 3.5. That's exactly where I was going to land. I think it was great. It was super fun. I liked that it. it was a good story. Had a lot to it. I liked the worlds. I thought Sizajay as a as a villain was a fascinating character. Lots of twists and turns. I love the magic. I love the art. Um, but ultimately, at the end, there was just too many holes for me. And maybe too many is the wrong way to put it. There was just one really big one that I really wished would have gotten more attention. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the same. Like, I thought the art was phenomenal throughout. Like, they did a fantastic job with the paneling. Um, uh, there there were some characters that I, I really, really loved. Um, some stuff maybe was just a little too wild for my, like, normal, like, yeah, yeah. stuff I'm into. So I think that's maybe why it wasn't, like, um, I, I guess, like, my favorite genre i guess i would say i don't know it was too wild for me like even more wilder than eight billion genies i thought like some well, of those... I think eight billion genies no matter how wild it got was always rooted in a very real idea and a yeah, very yeah. real sort of dilemma where this was so there was nothing real here yeah and it, so some of the stuff was just a way out there for me um but overall i i would land there with it um still definitely check it out um I, I think like just the visuals alone are are phenomenal, and yeah. um, it does have a lot of good stuff in it for sure. So yeah, I'd recommend it to peeps. Yeah, I would too. It was a good read. Three and a half. Well, we made it, dude. We powered through it. We made we it. We did it. Yeah, I bet you everybody's stoked that we made it. And Everyone's got it just <laughs> cheering right now. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> Yeah, so um, very cool, man. Um, stoked to go through a long one with you, but um, man, it seemed We're like done. it took forever. Feels like we've been doing curse words all year. All year, dude, pretty much. All year. Mm. But it was fun. Cool story, man. Um, before we wrap up, let's get into uh, one more we both read. I know we we were able to get into... Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, actually, I got into two, so we'll have to be quick. All right, you get into the one you did alone first. You don't want to just get into Batman real quick? I have to load it up, so you check. All right, load it up. Dude, I finally got to read, since my back is out, I had a couple days off here. um, I finally got to read um, one that I've been wanting to read for, I don't know, long time, because I really love the creators. Um, But I got into Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips' uh, Criminal series. Um, So I read volume one, which is Coward. And uh, I think it came out in 2015. And just let me tell you, dude, fantastic. Um, I won't give you too much detail because I know you've kind of wanted to read these as well. So I, I won't do, spoil yeah. a lot. But um, it's rad, just detective stuff. It follows this dude who is a criminal. He's a, he's a, like a professional thief. He grew up, he basically was like raised in it. And so it was like, you know, family, like tradition, like his dad was a thief. And and, and um, so he basically follows his dad's footsteps. And now he's like trying to like, not do these big jobs and kind of just laying low. And, and this guy from his past comes into his life and is like, Hey, I got this score. It's like $5 million worth of diamonds. Like it's easy. We're going to just, we just need you. You're the missing link and we're going to knock it out. And he's like, no, this doesn't feel right. Like, I don't think I want to do this. Like they're like dirty cops are involved. And um, he's like, no, I'm not feeling this, but they kind of like, he kind of gets weaseled into doing it through, through other characters that come in and, into it and he's like all right we'll do it Let, let's get it done well everybody just starts double crossing everybody and this guy always has a plan for everything which i think is phenomenal like just the way he thinks he's like he plans ahead of everybody like he his, his thing is like he always can get away no matter what like that that's his thing and so even though 
stuff goes super sideways, he still gets away. And I just want to tell you straight up, when you go into this, it don't, it, don't get attached to any characters. I'll just say yeah. that. Because you start getting to attach to characters and it's almost like they don't care. They're just like, well, we'll do away with any character. We don't. It almost reminded me of, I don't know if you've ever watched Game of Thrones. Did you ever dabble in Game of Thrones? No. Get out. Of course I have. So Game of Thrones was like that. Like you get attached yeah. to characters, then all of a sudden you get to the Red Wedding and like all your favorite characters are dying in one scene. You know, you're like, what mm-hmm. is going on right now? And so that's what I thought of. I was like, dude, how is this happening right now? I love that character. And um, and it's not super long. It's like, uh, I think it's five issues. And so, but the way they write it, you're like, oh, dude, I really like this character, man. This is rad. Like they're going to get out of it. And then just stuff goes down where you're like, no, dude, they aren't getting out of it. And um, just a rad story. The art was super cool. Um, my kind of stuff, like the, the you know, there was like detective yeah. stuff and uh, gritty. And um, I think you would really, really enjoy it. Um, definitely check it out. I'm going to keep reading through these, um, as I can. And, um, I, I highly recommend it. Fun, fun, fun world. Um, I could be here for a while, so I, I can't wait to dive into all the other ones. I don't know how many there are, but, um, seems like they keep coming out with more. Oh yeah. So fantastic though. It, it was great. Right on, definitely dude. didn't, didn't end how I thought it was going to end. And there's some of the funniest characters. Like he's, t- he basically like takes care of his, um, it's pretty much like a second, like almost like a father figure to him. Cause it was his dad's best friend. And when his dad went to prison a long time ago, his, as his dad was going to prison, he's like, he told his friend Ivan, like, Hey, you, my son's your responsibility. Now you got to raise him. Cause he was young and he's like, you got it. So it's almost like a father figure to him. Well, <laughs> not to make like, light of the situation so he has alzheimer's now and he's really really old and but he's also addicted to heroin Hmm. and so he's taking care of this guy and he has a he has nurses come in all the time to like try to help him take care because he has alzheimer's and he's just like this dirty old man like always trying to like get with the nurses and and, because he doesn't know what he's doing you know and so some of the scenes are hysterical and then because uh, our main character has to continue this his habit bec- and and he explains it to somebody in the story he's like look he's really old he has alzheimer's if i break his habit he's not going to understand what's going on and like when you know like when he starts going through withdrawals and all that kind of stuff from drugs since he's been doing it for so long he was like it would be terrible like i, I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to do it so he just keeps having to like get him high basically throughout the whole thing but there's some scenes that are just so funny like there's this one scene where he has to move him to a safe house and he is a professional thief his whole life and so they're like walking on the subway and he has to like make a phone call and he like sneaks off and he starts stealing stuff out of people's pockets dude it's hysterical oh my gosh so um check it out dude i i think you would really really enjoy it it was, it was a fun one um probably probably one of my favorite ones i read this week I can't wait to get into all of those. Yeah, it was fantastic. I knew they were going to be good. Oh, dude, 100%. I knew it. I'm in in it. I'm going to keep chipping away at those and um, loving it. Dude, Batman, Gargoyle of Gotham. What'd you think? I liked it a lot. Dude, I've I've been seeing some mixed reviews out there on this one, but I really enjoyed it. I just didn't care for the villain. We'll see how he turns out. Yeah. Crytoon. This is his first time in, in a... Isn't it? Isn't it his first? Uh, yeah, I just didn't like the. Uh, I didn't. I don't know. Batman has some kind of backstory with him, so it'll be yeah. interesting. I'll tell you what, though. I picked up the uh, what is it, noir edition, mm-hmm. and um, I thought it was just the cover. Like I, I was like, oh, maybe it's just the cover. But when I was at my yeah. local shop, they, we opened it up, and um, it's not. It's all done in black and white. There is some red, like for blood and stuff. Can you show me page eight of yours? Page eight. Where he's like walking through a tunnel. It's Batman. He says, what have I become? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a sucker for color, man. Let me see your page eight. Dude, look at the look at the coloring on the, on this tunnel with Batman in it. Ooh. See, I was very tempted to buy both uh, versions. The regular version and this one. I was yeah. so tempted to do it. But like, I want to see this page. It's uh, towards the end. It's where he saves that dude on when they're in the chase. Yeah. See, I might need to pick up a 
that's not the exact one I was looking at, but uh, one more page, oh. I think. Yeah, one more page. Keep going. One more. Sorry. It's like a full splash page. Yeah, there it is. That's pretty rad, dude. I might have to pick up both versions. Um, I think I'm going to pull the Noir Edition just because I think it's rad, but Color Edition is pretty sweet too, so I might have to double down. Yeah, that is cool. What'd you think of his new suit, his new looking suit? At first, I was a little like, I'm not all about this, but then as it kind of was going on, I just appreciated it for what it was for the story. It's kind of like, I don't know the right way to put this. So if you hear this and it sounds really dumb, I'm sorry, but like an artsy kind of version of Batman. And it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cool too. At first I was like, I'm not, I wasn't a hundred percent sure on it, but I liked it. Um, You know who I loved? Go ahead. Sorry. I know who you loved. Let everybody know. I loved Gordon. Dude, Gordon was rad. Gordon was rad. I did. I liked Alfred too, man. He's trying to be like, uh, so in this story, as, as we're getting through it, like Batman has this plan to basically like Gotham has fallen apart. He needs to dedicate everything he has to being Batman. So he's going to kill oh, Bruce yeah, Wayne's yeah. identity. He's going to get rid of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, sorry for the spoiler. I'm just telling you now. I mean, if, if you listen to us, you know we're spoiling. So that's his plan. Like throughout this whole issue, as he's trying to figure out this this um, villain, he's telling Alfred, like, I need to get rid of Bruce Wayne and focus my 100% attention on being Batman. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to work. Because even if you m- remember the, the, the latest Batman movie with Patson, like he's so focused on trying to be Batman. He's not doing anything like Bruce Wayne being in doing anything in the community and like stuff has fallen apart. Like Mm -hmm. you can't get rid of Bruce Wayne. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work out for him. I agree. So I I definitely thought that part of the story was very interesting and how Alfred kept like dropping hints. Like, no, like you're Bruce so Wayne, dude. So funny, dude. Dude, I was when he's dying. Got the ki- when he's got the cake in his car and it says yeah, to Bruce or something he, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like a slice of cake or whatever. And it's oh like Bruce Wayne. Oh my gosh, dude. You so, gotta love Alfred, dude. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it, man. Um, I'm in it. For this one, I'm, I'm gonna pull it. and um, Stay strong, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean, dude. It was just oh super gosh. funny, dude. Uh, there were some things that... I didn't love, but I don't want to be nitpicky, but just for the sake of being honest and because I want to hear you correct me if I'm wrong or tell me I'm stupid. I'm fine with Batman getting beat up like year one style or something like that. But dude, Batman just felt like he wasn't up for the challenge in any one of these scenes. I would. It's almost like something's throwing him off. Like there's something going on that's throwing him off. And at the end, I guess we won't spoil the end. But that could be like a part of of maybe why he's thrown off. I think we'll see. Yeah, you think maybe he knows something like about this too? Yeah, I it's got to be. That's that's yeah. the only thing I'm thinking. Maybe he's just not on his A game. But we'll see. But I do agree with you. He was getting walloped. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple times where he got walloped so hard. I'm like, you don't come up from that well one of the times he like passes out and he almost like he gets captured pretty much yeah or like but that he, time at crytune when he gets hit in the head with that metal hammer with that anvil yeah i'm like that's it for you bro yeah he's small. good thing he has that new suit i guess convenient you keeping up with it though you stoked I, for it i'm in it i'm in it i'm in it to win it i'll be keeping up with it uh we'll see how it goes um like i said i'm collecting the the black and white edition um, but I don't know. I might collect the colored one as well. That was some pretty cool panels you were showing me. Right on, buddy. But anyways, be honest with me though. What a good week. Yeah, let me. I'll be honest. You promise? Bring it on. What'd you think of the villain? You didn't really tell me. He's all right. He's I don't, just all not right. My, he's not my favorite villain. We'll see how it. We'll, we'll see what it turns into. He does. I don't know. I don't know about the whole crying thing. Every time he's crying in front of someone, some some I parts know. were creepy. I will say, like when he's yeah. like, uh, uh, who is it? Was it the mayor? He was in one of the rooms with the mayor or something. I can't remember which. If it was the mayor or who, some high official. Um, we'll see how it plays out. That's all I'll say. He's not my favorite villain so far. I will say that. I just wish he looked different. He looks silly almost to me. Well, see, I'm seeing it in in black and white, so maybe it just. 
Yeah. It's almost like reading like kind of different. I will, you know, like I know we're reading the same story, but getting a different like experience. Yeah. See, I'm getting a different experience with the black and white because I don't have all that like yellow on them and all that. Yeah. It's almost like a different experience when you're reading this edition, I think. Interesting. Let me try to pull up a couple real quick before we head out. Yeah, he looks more creep in yours. Yeah, see, it's just a totally different experience. I don't have any of that yellow on him, and he's just, yeah. it's, it's different. So, yeah. it's crazy how art can do that. Just give you a totally different, like, see, like this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks more menacing with just the black and the red. Yeah. But he's doing it all himself, isn't he? Story and art? I don't, I don't know. I think he is. What's it say on the cover there? Yeah, he's a writer and artist. There is a letterer. John Workman is doing letters. Interesting. Yeah, I always think it's impressive when they do. When you know, when oh. it's a solo person just doing everything. Hundred percent. So really cool. Anyways, I had a great week, man. That was, that was pretty cool. I appreciate you yeah. hanging. Appreciate you hanging. What are we doing next week? Speaking of next week, slinging more comics. Dude, we're just hanging in the lair next week, dude. I got a lot to catch up on this week, man. I haven't Me been to my local shop. I'm probably going to go tomorrow. And um, looking forward. To, I got a lot of books I'm picking up. And there's a few a few last week that I didn't pick up. For some reason, one wasn't on my uh, pull list. I don't know what happened with that. But I have to I have to hunt down the uh, Enfield Gang Massacre oh, issue yeah. number two. Because it wasn't in my box for some reason. And then like it wasn't. they ran out. So um, I got to hunt that one down. Yeah, you do. So I'll be doing some searching this week. Dude, next week's going to be a good one for you, buddy. Dude, a lot of cool books Sorry, coming out. Let me week. say this. Yeah, say it. This week. Yeah, we mess that up week. every time. It's going to be a good week for you, dude. New Burn 11. Dude, I love that story, man. What else you got coming out you're looking forward to? Dust 2. I hope Dust 2 finally comes out from Scout. We were supposed to be last week. I'm hoping it's this week because I really enjoyed issue one. Um, looking forward to that for sure. Me too. You think it's going to be dropping out this week? I hope so. I think it will. Dude, we've got TMNT Saturday morning number five coming out. One I'm stoked for, we've got Marvel Unleashed number two coming out. I love the first one of that. Got Ribbon Queen three dropping. Dude, we got... Nasty four. Yep, yep. Stuff of Nightmares, Red Murder number one, another R.L. Stein book. Looks kind of cool. Yeah, dude, we got um, boom, the boom, schlub boom. number two. Boom, 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 baby. We've got uh, schlub number two. Yep, yep. We've got Avengers 5, and I think maybe the Avengers Annual 2. That seems weird in the same week, but maybe. Ultimate Invasion 4. And, dude, do you want to tell everybody about the one I'm probably most excited for? Matthew Rosenberg. Oh, oh dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is... Um... Batman, Catwoman, The Gotham War, Red Hood, number one. Rosenberg's Yo. doing it. The cover looks rad. Red um, Hood, baby. Ever since we read Three Jokers, you were in it to win it with the Red in Hood. In it, bro. I can't yeah. wait. Perfect this timing. Look, this one looks fun, dude. I'm going to pick that one up. Yeah, man. For trades, we've got The Vanish, volume two coming out. We've got The Cosmic Detective uh, being printed now through Image. And we've got the Mosley... Uh, Trade paperback. Yeah, mostly trade. Yeah, pick that one up. Um, a lot of good stuff in here. Oh, Penguin issue two from DC Comics. Tom King's ran that one. Nice. Um, there's a lot coming out, dude. It's been a good few weeks full of books, man. Did you see um, our old good friend over there, uh, Ross? Did you see his haul from this last week? Yeah, yeah. Good gracious. He had a lot of books. I know. Proud of you, Ross. Just a reminder, check out our boy Frank over at Coffee and a Comic. And uh, make sure you enter our coupon code at checkout, the comic book lair in all caps. Save yourself 15%. Frank's a rad dude doing rad things. Get a pool list set up over there. Make sure you get everything you want. Check out his back issues as well. He's always got deals and specials going on. And uh, one thing we don't mention is he's got a uh, trade section over there as well. So check that out. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Follow him on Instagram too. He's always got cool stuff going on. He posts a coffee and a comic all the time and he's always reading great things. Let me ask you this real quick, because every time I see see Frank's post when he's drinking a cup of coffee, like, do you collect, like, do you have cool coffee mugs laying around your house, or are you just, like, drinking them out of whatever? Uh, my wife has cool coffee mugs that I get to use. Mm. 
Very nice of her. I have a turtle one. That's mine. See, as much as like, I'm like in this weird stage where I don't like like clutter, but dude, there's something cool about cool coffee mugs that I want to get. And I seen this cool thing the other day of like, you can build this like little, like uh, almost like little wall shelf thing where you can put all your cool mugs up. Yeah. It just looks super rad. And I see mugs all the time and I'm just like, dude, I want a mug like that. But I don't have I don't have any cool mugs at all. Don't go down that rabbit trail, bro. I know. I'm nervous. It's a game. It's a dangerous game. <laughs> you know me, dude. I'll be building this rad shelf yeah. in the next couple of weeks, dude. And I'll be buying I know you. I'll be buying mugs left and right. Special edition ones. Anytime I go new somewhere new, I'll be buying like a travel, like a mug that a place I visited. It'll turn bad. Oh, I can't gosh. do it. Gosh, it gets so bad. It. It'll turn. You bad. still baking bread, dude? I'm gonna do some mad bacon this weekend since I have some days off. So um, I've been. You know what I've been baking lately? Hmm. Biscuits. You're a biscuit guy now. Oh, they have been turning out so good. My like my whole family loves them. They, dude, and it's like every time I bake them, I, I usually do it once a week on Saturday morning or Friday morning, and. Um, they get better and better. I just, they're delicious. Look at dude. you. Look at you, buddy. I'll send you some. Send me a, send me a gift basket of some biscuits. I'll freeze them down and send them your way, my man. Right on, buddy. Well, I had another uh, good time hanging out with you, chatting comics. Yeah, dude. Why don't you um, tell everybody how they can keep up with us and everything we do here in the lair? Yeah, well, we appreciate everybody listening. If you haven't, definitely subscribe to our show wherever you're jamming your podcast. We'd really appreciate that. Um, what we really appreciate as well is uh, throw us out a little review. That would be awesome. Yeah. Always help us out. And um, also spread the word. Spread the word around about the lair. Uh, tell a friend. We'd uh, we'd love to meet new people. And head over to our Instagram at the comic lair. See everything we got coming up. And um, join a conversation over on the Discord. And um, tell us what you read. We'd love to hear it. And um, always looking for new stuff to read. Other than that. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.